All right, this is going to be our first podcast, and since it's an experimental podcast, I will be doing it by myself this time. Normally, I think I'll have some guests on the show and try to get a a conversation going, but since this is just me kind of figuring it out, let's have a conversation with myself and see where this takes us. I dare not give the podcast a name just yet because I don't know what form it will take. I'm imagining some sort of exploration that goes along the lines of what I'm doing with my life right now, which is kind of exploring pretty much everything, (laughs) stripping down my own reality, uh, trying to get inside of that or outside of that, it's hard to say, but my goal is to just kind of make this an audio journal of everything that I'm going through and trying to learn in my life right now. I've been lucky enough to experience some very interesting situations. I've met a whole lot of interesting people. And I think if there's anyone out there that's interested, I'd like to share some of those experiences and perhaps some future conversations with interested parties. Because what is life if not to share our interesting experiences with others? So to start this one... I'm going to go ahead and read something that I wrote, and I wrote this a few weeks back, having just moved to Western Massachusetts to begin graduate school. I'm working on a master's program. I'll get more into that later, which is kind of silly because I don't know what I'm doing right now with that, but this is something that I wrote, so indulge me, please. I run through the snow-covered Western Massachusetts woods. My all-white dog runs beside me. She is still stained with drops of my red blood from the day before. My hand throbs with my heart. It feels primal. Scout got into a fight the day before with a large dog named Bear. I went to break up the fight, and Bear sunk a sharp canine into the back of my hand below the index finger. Blood started streaming instantly, dripping on Scout as I pulled her off by the scruff of her neck. The day before, I read a book about a woman who had had her bare foot stepped on by a stiletto heel. Her husband climbed an oak tree, plucked some leaves, chewed them up, and applied the paste to her foot. The results were positive. I found a red oak, pulled a handful of leaves, chewed the bitter paper into paste, spread it onto the back of my hand, and instantly it was soothing. The tannins in the oak leaves worked their magic. I run through the woods screaming, King of the jungle, King of the jungle, King of the jungle. The phrase has been running through my head for days on repeat. Now I am screaming it as I run. Feels primal. I'm reminded of a time in high school when me and my friends spent a night on a big island in Lake Minnetonka. We had just read Lord of the Flies in school. We became feral animals on the night. Fueled by whiskey and prepubescent male hormones, we lit a small tree on fire, dancing around it shirtless, chanting, Kill the pig, slit his throat, spill his blood. Kill the pig, slit his throat, spill his blood. My friend Danny took a deep gash in his foot. We poured whiskey on it before, taking a red knife from the fire and cauterizing the wound. We were legends that night. Feral boy princes of the long summer nights. King of the jungle, king of the jungle, king of the jungle. Twelve years later, my heart is pounding. We tear through the crisp snow. Two hours earlier, I was sitting across from a psychic. She told me four of my chakras were blocked. She told me I was a healer that didn't know how to heal. She told me my well was empty. Fuck psychics. I fill my well by pounding my chest and chanting while I run. King of the jungle. King of the jungle. The psychic told me I had spent the last two years running around like a chicken with my head cut off. That part is true. But some chickens are born to run free. This is the story of the two years I spent running around without a head. What follows is the most beautiful story I know. It is my own story. 
much like a camera compared to the human eye, I will try to record everything as thoroughly as possible, but the emotion and scope are for you to create. Above all else, this is a story of creation. Sometimes you have no idea what you're looking for. Sometimes you feel lost without ever knowing why. Sometimes you eat mescaline alone with your dog in the middle of Texas desert on Christmas Day under a full moon. All of these statements belong to me. This is the way of the leaf. So that is what I anticipate being the beginning of, of a short, perhaps longer, nonfiction book that I'm going to gonna write. It's going to be a series of journal entries along with essays, perhaps, and real-life accounts of my experiences over the last two years as, I don't exactly know what to call it. Uh, my friend Victor said it was something of a walkabout. So let's call it my walkabout that I embarked on about two years ago, which my whole kind of conscious life, which is what I'll call, once I came into myself around 16 or so and I started discovering, you know, a little bit of depth to my own universe. Since then, I've kind of been on a path of of searching and discovery with plateaus here and there. But uh, over the last two years, I've been kind of going deep and trying to experience as much as much mystery and mystical kind of nuance in my life as I could. I've been really focusing on self-development, focusing on how I eat, focusing on the books I read, the interactions that I have, finding teachers in the most unlikely places, and really getting myself out into nature, which has been hugely influential on kind of sculpting my current worldview how I see things, how I see myself, and how I fit into this world. So that is kind of my plan, is to dissect that. And where I am now, that might be a good place to kind of fill everyone in on. I'm currently in western Massachusetts in North Amherst. I came out here three months ago, the beginning of January, to begin a master's program in what initially was meant to be an ethnobotany degree. I had spoken to my advisor probably for the past year while I've kind of been traveling around, and we've been bringing things together. I didn't really understand the full scope of what was happening at the school. I've been out of school for quite some time. I got my undergraduate degree in 2012 is when I finished at the University of Colorado, and since then I've out in the world experiencing who knows what (laughs) but now that I am back in school either I didn't see it before or I I didn't realize the the scope of it but there's a lot of bureaucratic things going on especially now as I'm in in a environmental conservation program and there's a number of students actually in the program PhD students working on their dissertations that are standing to possibly lose their funding based on what's happening with the current administration and the EPA. So things are kind of chaotic there. Also, initially I had applied to the plant and soil department at the University of Massachusetts, which I found out doesn't actually exist anymore. They've been disbanded for a couple of years now, which is kind of kind of crazy considering the facilities that they have here and the track record that they've had within that department. My advisor is confident that the department will come back but since the time when we agreed that I would start studying here and when I actually got here, I found out pretty late in the game that that part, department didn't exist anymore. And so my degree would have to be pursued through another department, which would be the environmental conservation sciences. 
So that's currently what I'm doing, and I'm trying to trying to bring it all together. So I don't exactly know what's going on with that right now. Uh, I'm on a pretty independent track as far as that goes. I'm working solely with my advisor, Lyle Craker, who is a brilliant man, a bit old school though, and gives me a lot of room for freedom, which is nice because I enjoy my freedom, but having never designed a, a master's program, it can be a little, a little trying sometimes. So that's where that is. And then the idea for the podcast, that idea is completely self-indulgent because I, I love the idea of just traveling around, meeting interesting people and talking to them, see what they're doing with their lives and then recording that. I've always been kind of interested in, in radio and podcasting. NPR was a, a huge driving force behind this as well as other podcasters. The format's just something really, really special and unique, a lot of freedom, and I like the ability that it's pretty pretty low-tech and that all I need is a microphone and a computer to get out there and record it, so it makes it pretty accessible. Now, I guess that's kind of the plan, is just to travel around, meet interesting people, and talk about subjects that are of interest to me. I must have said interesting or interest probably a hundred times already doing this. Maybe I'll find another word for that. But for me, yeah, this this discovery, this kind of live journal as it is, it just seems like something that can activate the creativity and keep me engaged. And that's kind of the purpose of any endeavor in life, is to bring you some sort of enjoyment and to exercise your creativity. Yeah, so that being said, I did just finish a collection of poetry, call it Gadabout. I've got a free PDF of that on my website. If anyone wants to go ahead and take a look at that. I also made a YouTube video where I read some of the poems from that collection. For this one, I think I'd like to read uh, a Gary Snyder poem. Gary Snyder is a man of letters, a poet, environmentalist, activist, all around super cool dude. But this poem I'm going to read comes from his book, This Present Moment, and it's titled The Earth's Wild Places. Your eyes, your mouth, and hands, the public highways, hands like truck stops, semis rumbling in the corners, eyes like the bank clerk's window, foreign exchange. I love all the parts of your body. Friends hug your suburbs, farmlands are given a nod, but I know the path to your wilderness. It's not that I like it best. But we're almost always alone there. And it's scary, but also calm. I like that poem. So yeah, this this podcast deal is kind of going to be a mix of things that I find interesting, like poetry. Poetry from others, maybe essays that I find, maybe essays that I write, poems that I write. And then, of course, conversations with people who are doing things that are interesting to me. <laughs> So that's kind of where we're at with that. And this has been a fun, experimental one. It's my very first podcast by myself. Hopefully I get better at it and I meet more people that can contribute to it. But I think it's a good start. I'm playing with the idea of the name for it. I guess I'll, for now I'll just call it the Josh B. Fox Podcast. And this has been a, a fun one for me. So here we go. This is going to be a song by Dorothy Ashby. I'm going to play us out with that one. Enjoy. The song's called Action Line. 
so that was Dorothy Ashby's song Action Line and that's going to be the end of the first podcast here if you made it this far thank you <laughs> uh, I can only hope that they're going to get better from here on out you know, more practice and stuff so if you feel like it listen again I'll try to record more of these it's fun for me so I'll just keep doing that <laughs> okay thanks so much take care